Hello listeners, and welcome to A Dash of Salt with AJ. I'm your host, Ahsoka Jackson, author, poet, podcaster, and freelance proofreader. You know, Wolf suggested earlier that Falco Grice may be on the path to essentially becoming the new protagonist of the series, and that brought to mind for me some really fascinating insights from a fellow fan. So that's where this installment of the interview starts off. But going back to what you mentioned about Falco, people have real, um, someone made this amazing comment pointing out how Falco and Aaron, I mean, no, Falco and Gabby, in terms of character design, like she has the reddish brown hair, which I know is actually similar to Aaron's hair color, actually. Mm. And Falco has the green eyes. They're explaining that, I think they said like in design principles or color theory, red and green are considered like complementary colors yeah. and so it's like falco and gabby have been given somewhat complementary designs because he has like the light green his eyes are like a lighter green than aaron's but he has like green eyes and when they pointed this out something i realized is that it's like falco and gabby each represent like kind of the opposing basic sides of like aaron's nature Falco is the gentler, more empathetic one who wants peace and wants to protect others and kind of has the kinder side of Aaron's nature. Because one thing people miss out, and I keep, I've brought this up multiple times on my podcast, but I know I need to repeat this. Aaron actually has a very empathetic and compassionate side, despite all the aggression and anger. And actually, there's kind of a beautiful, but also tragic irony where it's the aggression itself that motivates um, the, com- or no, it's the compassion itself that motivates the aggression. It, stuff infuriates him because he hates to see other people victimized. He hates to see them suffer. So a lot of times the rage is driven by his anger at the suffering and the injustice and stuff. That's a big part of why he's so aggressive. And sometimes you see the kind of emotional side of that breaking through where you see he's actually very pained when he sees other people suffering. So he's not like a psychopath or sociopath. He's actually very much the opposite. But then, while Falco represents kind of the lighter and kinder side of him, Gabby represents, you know, the angry, aggressive Aaron, the one who wants to fight, the one who's trying to aggressively, you know, free her people. And that's something that this season helped me understand at the very beginning. I'd had, I'm sure like a lot of people, a very... You know, I take a very dim view of Marley and also of the Eldians within Marley. I just thought that they were traitors, kind of like how we have pe- how there are people um, during the World War in the Jewish community who basically sided with the Germans, sided with the Nazis, and were willing to like betray their own people. Yeah. And there still are people like kind of like that <laughs> that we see, but we also see that a lot of the people were just genuinely brainwashed, and like with Gabby. She genuinely believes that the people on Paradise Island are evil, and that if she can take them out on behalf of Marley, that'll actually free and like improve the lives of the Eldians within Marley. So she actually has some very genuine good uh, motives, even if her perspective is totally messed up. Yeah, and she like she's just been given bad information. When I first read that chapter in the manga, I was stunned by like how in just one chapter. Isayama managed to shift my whole mindset, like turn on my head all these negative 
thoughts and views I had about the El Ninza Marley, how I just saw them as traitors, which that's a sore spot for me, like betrayal yeah. and backstabbing. Yeah. I was like, oh my goodness. In just one chapter, he totally like flipped me on my head. Yeah, it's 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 insane, and it's like, it, and it sucks because like when you when you like I did not expect this at all. Like seeing Reiner again, I'm like, oh wow, look at that traitor, that 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 guy. And then seeing how he like describes his time, like he's basically lying to himself. I mean, like Gabby and I think the aunt picks up on it, like, like whoa, you're not making them seem like they're they're completely evil, disgusting creatures. Like, what are you doing? And it's like, yo, like I feel for him. Like he is something he felt like he needed to do, especially since he was actually gifted a Titan power. So if he didn't go through with the plan, he was gonna die as soon as he got back. Yeah, yeah, for real, for real. And actually, people have different theories um, about that conversation at the dinner table. Some people do think it was basically him kind of grasping for straws and trying to convince himself that what he did was right, or, you know, like by finding like the tiniest things that he could say about them uh, to make them sound bad. But I'm actually on a different side. I think what he did, because remember, the Eldians are under surveillance and you could get in huge trouble if you ever openly contradicted what uh, Marley says about them. Plus, the Eldians themselves are brainwashed and they you know, believe this stuff. So if you try to openly argue with them, they'd probably push back very hard and they might even like report you or whatever. Yeah. But I think what he was doing in that conversation was actually deliberately humanizing them and making the points um, that they're not these mindless, you know, evil monsters that people think. One thing people point out, Reiner is a soldier. He's seen actual violence and he's been through the trauma of war. And this tiny little minor stuff he talked about, and his family, you know, is aware that he's a soldier and has been through a lot. He talked about minor stuff that shouldn't even register with him. And he also did not talk about any of the violence he had seen or experienced over there. If he genuinely wanted to make them sound bad, he could have talked about them, especially Aaron. Aaron's crazy, aggressive. Yeah. I'm going to slaughter every last one. <laughs> so actually, I think what he was doing in a sneaky way was basically being sarcastic and making the point that these aren't monsters. These are just ordinary, annoying people. He was sort of busting their balls like he yeah. did with a friend. And like his biggest, most horrific example is not all the violence, not the civil uprising, not nearly getting decapitated. <laughs> <laughs> Not, I mean, he still has PTSD nightmares of Mikasa. Yeah. But he doesn't talk about that. He says his big horrific war tale is this one time there was a potato. Yeah. Potato. <laughs> so I really think that he was doing it on purpose to basically let, um, subtly let them know these are just people. These are normal, flawed, annoying people, but they're not these evil monsters from your nightmare who are hiding under your bed like you yeah. think they are. Yeah. Oh, but before I forget, the thing about Falco and Gabby is like, they seem to possibly represent the two sort of contrasting but also complementary sides of Aaron's psyche and of his also behavior as a person. Yeah. And maybe symbolically what we're going to see take place in this season is that either one side sort of wins over the other, either the more compassionate or the more violent and aggressive side, 
And maybe by watching what happens with Falco and Gabby, that's meant to give us a hint as to how the larger battle will go. Yeah. Or the other possible meaning is that maybe we'll finally see these two sides uh, kind of achieve balance, like come together and meld in like a perfect way uh, and kind of find this point of balance and especially like towards the very end. And I could jokingly add, maybe Aaron achieves alignment or something. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, maybe that's actually kind of the end game. We're, we're finally going to either see one side win out or finally see them mesh and collaborate in sort of a perfect way. Or as perfect as it'll get for Attack on Time. Yeah. Alright guys, thanks for listening today and I hope you had a great time. If you're enjoying the podcast, please don't forget to subscribe and turn your notifications on so you can get updates. And if you want to help make the podcast more visible for new viewers and listeners, you can do that by leaving a like, share, comment, or review on whichever platform you use to listen. YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, social media, etc. And please don't forget to check out Wolf's Twitch and YouTube channels as well. Until next time, be blessed and stay salty.